Welcome to the Next Greatest Thing podcast, powered by the Arkansas Valley Electric Cooperative Corporation. This podcast is a place where we come together with electric experts and dedicated operators to discuss current co-op events, leading-edge technologies, and communicate with AVECC members. We are Arkansas Valley Electric, changing the communities we serve. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of The Next Greatest Thing, a podcast brought to you by Arkansas Valley Electric, where today we will be shining our employee spotlight on Mr. Shane Owens, a.k.a. Mr. Waldron. I'd say so, yeah. Yeah. Class of 04? Yes, sir. Bulldog Nation, baby. All the way. Here we go. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. So, let's get right right into it. What do you do here, Shane O? I'm a... Uh, Staking technician. Most people call me a uh, staking engineer. I do puff up my chest when I am called that, but once the engineering questions asked, uh, I send it to the real engineers. You you need. I, I like that strategy. Use yeah. the engineering uh, title for as far as it'll go. Yeah, great I mean, strategy. Why? Why not? There's no sense in not. Mm-hmm. Um. So, how long have you worked here? Four and a half years. And you've been in the staking department the, whole the time. entire time, yes, right? Yeah. And then um, I think I know the answer to this, so you probably lead us into to my next question. Is why did you want to work at Arkansas Valley Electric? My daddy worked here for 41 years. Um, my childhood was great. Uh, I've been around here my whole entire life, around this office. And um, it was just great growing up and he always had a really great job he had really good benefits and uh, it was no brainer when i got a chance so so your so your dad worked here for 41 years he worked in the warehouse right yes sir. and then um you started here after your dad retired what's cool is we have so i'm gonna miss someone but i know for sure david harrison's son's working with us now so that's a retiree's um kid um audrea qualls who's working in the member service department her dad used to work here so it's awesome that uh, we're starting to get some folks from retirees that their kids are starting to work here that's cool so did you spend a lot of time here when you were a younger lad yes i come to the office i visited with all the guys back there it was just like a a a family really and uh it was just it was cool that's awesome your dad's still selling knives <laughs> if you want to buy one yeah <laughs> he'll find them that's right yeah, that's right so we talked about the only you've been a staker the entire time what um what's your favorite part about being a staking engineer i get to go out and meet with um, our members um it's it's a kind of a joy to me to bring uh, to get the new members power to a house. I would say because that is a major life event, really. And most people are majority of people are excited to meet with me and to uh, get power, and I kind of enjoy that. That's awesome. That is a huge um, a huge life event for folks, and really. I mean, outside of people calling the call center and, and talking to MSR about what their steps are, y'all, you're really the first face that they put with Arkansas Valley Electric. Yes, and 
most of the time it's good. Sometimes they don't want to see my face, but hey, take the good with the bad. So staking engineers have areas, right? So you're we're in Waldron today. I probably should mention first ever um, employee spotlight where we've been remote. So we're here in the Waldron district office. You have a little bit of a cheering section. Uh, Mr. Clay Crowley and Todd Van De Wheelie's in yes. here. Yes. Um, what what area do you do you serve with your um, staking job? We go from furthest east to Havana, uh, north Greenwood, west Hartford, south to Y City. It's pretty big. We're, we're one of the biggest districts. Uh, maybe not the biggest, but we're one of the biggest ones. And um, I may not be as busy as the rest of the stakers, but uh, number wise, but all the traveling stuff I get to do, I'm pretty busy. Yep. Hooked up. How many? Just the average staking jobs do you do a week, you think? A week. 20 to 30, I would say. So not only are you our first employee spotlight where we've traveled, but also you're the first from the staking department. So um, a question that kind of interests me, have you seen a difference in um, people – when now that we're doing the the fiber project do you get a lot of questions like okay how do i build this house where it's fiber ready what do i need to do to be fiber ready yes i get a lot of questions on fiber i answer to my best ability i'm not probably a professional like the other ones are because a a lot of them have uh, fiber in their area already and i i'm starting to now in greenwood but uh, lots of fiber questions i'm sure waldron's ready Oh, they're functioning to bits. Yep, which it, it stinks. They're they're one of the later phases, but they'll they'll uh, be. It'll be good when it gets here. Absolutely. So, how does your job impact Arkansas Valley as a whole? I mean, like you said, I'm the I'm the first face that you usually see. I uh, pre lay the line, stake the line. The guys that do the real work come in behind me and get her done, uh, but I'm part, I'm the first part of the process. So, so I know from from working st- storms on the inside, job rolls change a little bit when when a tornado or winter weather come through. Can you kind of explain what that looks like? Um, maybe in February when the snowstorm or some tornadoes that you've worked for the staking department in the past. Yeah, I'll be the, uh, what they say, the bird dog. I'll go up in front of everybody most of the time, look for broke poles, broke insulators, anything out of the ordinary, get an email sent to Don to get material to our guys so they can get stuff fixed. Kind of like it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Clay give you free lunch at the at the charbroiler, those storms? You know, uh, my... My other boss, Kenneth, up in Ozark, every time we meet together, I get lunch. Every time me and Clay meet together, not so much. Uh, but uh, anyways. Hey, about like about like when we had to meet in Fort Smith the other day. Guess who I fit guess, the bill on that one? I guarantee I know who it was. Yep. Yeah. I digress. <laughs> so when you when you 
let's say let's take an average an average staking job somebody's building um a, a new house and it's going to be overhead what what does that standard job entail just as far as from the time you get the call that you have to go out there till you hand it over to construction i'll call and meet with the new uh or the uh member i'll meet with them we'll go over what we're building what we're doing i try to meet a happy medium between what the customer would like and what is best for arkansas valley uh i don't want to be building a line in a circle because they don't want to see the road or something so i'll try to work that out with them um i may have to mark right, right away depends trees stuff like that uh, i've got to get easements um once I get staked out, they get their meter pole up, they're ready to go. I draw it up, I send it in to uh, Kenneth in Ozark. He approves it. It goes to our guys. We get it built. Ready to build. Yeah. How long? Like if everything's clicking on all cylinders, how quickly does that usually that process usually take from the time that you out there staking it till it's built? Really quick. Um, once the uh, I got it staked, they got their meter pole up, ready or meter loop up, ready. Five to ten business days. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, very quick. So if there's one thing about your job that you'd want our members to know about what it's like to work at Arkansas Valley, what would you tell them? Man, is like I said earlier, I keep regressing back to this, but it's such a joy for me to be a part of the process of getting them power. And uh, it really, it really brings, like I said, joy to me to do that. And uh, the benefits of this job, my my work environment here, the guys I work with is phenomenal. I love I love all all, all of them. Uh, my boss up at Ozark, Kenneth, is uh, the best around, I, in my opinion. And uh, I just, it's a great place to work. You know what they call Kenneth back in the day? What's that? Legend. <laughs> he is well deserved. He is yes, well sir. deserved. All right, so that's all the that's all the easy ones, Shano. It's yeah. lightning round time. Bring it. Here we go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Start off easy. Okay. What's that favorite work snack? Favorite work snack? Yep. I'd say a. Um, oh, I just ate one. Candy bar? No. What did I just eat? Cinnamon roll from the uh, oh from the deal back there. Here we go. Out of the vending machine. What do you what do you choke that down with? <laughs> Usually water. Water. I mean, I'm getting all my calories with cinnamon roll, so I'm trying to cut back. Got to be smart. Yeah, I mean, you get. <laughs> Got to be smart about it. That's I right. get it. That's right. So, a new father for yes, the sir. for the second time. Yes, sir. right. So, um, what ages do we have? Two and a half and three months. Two boys. Yes, sir. What was the first sign that you was like, I was not expecting this as a parent? I knew everybody said, it's going to be hard. You're not going to get much sleep. I'm like, yeah. They're right. You don't get much sleep. Uh, But the good Lord made coffee for that. So, uh, here we go. Ain't no big deal. Ready for number three. This guy's ready for mm. number three. Mm-mm-mm. So you get to, we talked about your 
distance that you could travel in any giving staking job what's your favorite little dive to eat at shano when we're out on the road in your territory in my territory i like to uh i like to eat at reeds at Boval. i mean it's best around and we're very fortunate to have it just right there in the middle of my territory so yeah Time those Boonville jobs open up. Yeah. Make sure it's around noon. It's, it's usually around noon. It's usually on Thursday or Friday. Standout, Waldron, athlete, <laughs> uh, class of 04. And I'm, I haven't heard this, but I'm going to assume you were quite the hitter on the defensive side of the football. And if not, don't ruin a good story. You know, our coach would not let us play both ways, um, which hurt my feelings bad. I was a sissy quarterback, as everybody would say. Uh, don't hit him in practice. Don't do this. Don't do that. Well, in 10th grade, I started on defense. That's what I like. I like contact. I like to hit people. And uh, But I didn't get to do much of that the junior and senior season. So, you have GIS analyst Seth Sykes. Yeah. Is he older or younger than you? Younger. Younger. Yeah. So he had to replace you yeah. at quarterback. Yeah. It replace lightly. Yeah. <laughs> so we have we have Shane Owens, tenth grade headhunter. You bet. You have Seth Sykes, GIS analyst. You have Clay Crowley. Who does Shane Owens want to hit? coming across the middle do clay. we want clay crowley or we want seth socks clay crowley no doubt about it he uh he tells me all of his great stories which i try to match his great stories you know whatever he got a watch for coming in second place that's first loser but uh yes i would love to stroke him coming across the middle they'd be sending that boy back to boomville in a body bag wouldn't they <laughs> oh yeah I mean, should be going to Charleston because that's where he's from, but, you know, whatever. Either way, it wouldn't have been pretty. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be pretty. So I was telling Jenkins, I like to share story, funny stories with Jenkins because she hasn't met a lot of the people that we decide to to talk to. And I didn't get to tell her about this story, but I know that it's one of my favorites from working here. It rivals um, Fred Phillips' squirrel story. (laughs) Um, So what... Tell us a little bit about the rattlesnake. Oh, boy. I was staking a line at the uh, bottom of Poto Mountain, and uh, I was on the Hartford side, and I was marking right away. I was actually going across Forest Service, and I was marking right away for them to so they can get the permit. I was backing up, trying to look at my last markers. I was in a creek bed, and uh, I stepped on something that all that automatically just moved fast and I kind of scared me and I kind of pulled my foot up and uh, it smote me on the bottom of my boot. It actually bit me in the bottom of the boot. Luckily, it didn't go through. But talk about scared, talk about bad nervous. That was me. And it was, there wasn't nobody there. There wasn't nobody with me. It could have been really bad, but it makes a really great story. Uh, yeah, that was bad. So ha- has the courage to go back and video it and send send the video to for us to be able to look at. Super no, awesome move. 
no shame. one would ever believe me. I don't, I don't think, and they still may not believe me about biting me in the boot. But I had to go back and I had to. Go, that's only the second rattlesnake I've ever seen in my life out in the wild, and I've been in the wild or been in the house in the woods a long time. So uh, it was it was crazy. Did you have to go home and change. Yes. <laughs> if you watch the video, you yeah, uh, you'll you'll hear that. Yeah. Last one, quite the sportsman, as you just now alluded to. What What's the most proud you've been in any of your hunting or fishing moments? What's the What's the time that you left the woods and got in the truck and like, man, that might this might be the best feeling? Actually, not a story about me. I mean, I was involved, but taking my nephew out hunting, I get more enjoyment of him killing something. I'm the guide of, uh, and once you get back and you're sitting there and that boy over has got a big smile on his face, I mean, you can't beat that. You can't beat it with a stick. So I would say whenever he killed a, uh, a seven point when one year we were sitting in the tree stand, came up on it, that kid was ecstatic. And I think I was even more ecstatic. So that brings more joy to me than me killing the biggest bug around. So. You got a couple more years. You'll be doing it with, oh yeah, with the O. Owens clan. Yeah, Cash and Tate. They'll be, uh, they'll be piling them up, whacking and stacking. Well, man, anything you want to add? No, man. I mean, we went over practically my whole life. So yeah, it's a good, it's good. We enjoy doing these, and you know, I know had some management changes here at Waldron. Clay Crowley is in the pilot seat now, so. It's been rough. Yep, it's big shoes rough. to fill with David Harrison, but <laughs> help him where you can. Always, oh, he's, he's he's good as they come. Yeah, he's Clay's good a good dude. Come. I think he, we need to get him on an old podcast. He's got some. He'd be a lot better than me. He's he can make up a lot of stuff. So. <laughs> I, I can't lie, Shane. Is a great one of the greatest high school football performances ever was by that guy. As bad as I hate to say it. Hey, I'm very glad he didn't go against me. That's all I'm gonna uh, say. Body bag. <laughs> Well, Shane, thanks, dude. It was fun getting down here to Walter and talking to you. And um, uh, just tell your dad we said hi. Oh, I will. If I need a knife. I know where I'm going. You know where to go. He'll get you one, I promise. For Shane Owens and producer Barbara Jenkins, I'm Brandon Fisher. Till next time, stay safe. Thank you for listening to The Next Greatest Thing, powered by the Arkansas Valley Electric Cooperative Corporation. Make sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at MyEnergyAVECC. Visit our website at www.AVECC.com. We hope to see you down the line.